Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. After Extraordinaire live in studio with yeah. us. Yeah. We, okay, we have to tell you about the pre-show because it's great that it's happy hour because we were just doing our moms. We were doing impressions of our 90-something-year-old moms <laughs> drinking their nightly vodka. <laughs> Mine while she watches Fox News. So that's... Mine? Yeah. Mine kind of mixes it up. She watches both. Oh, does she? She okay. watches both. Is it what now? What? What? Because I know you're from Minnesota. You were born I'm, in Minnesota. I was born in Minnesota. Grew up in in Wisconsin and Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Graduated yeah. from high school in Michigan. Yeah. Moved out here after that. Yeah. Went to uh, university at Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. Back then it was I did free. the whole FBI background. Check. Oh, you I did. Okay. <laughs> good. 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 No, I was, but I didn't know what their politics were because I met you at the Mueller shoot, the Mueller reading here in Los Angeles. That's you, right. Yeah. That was really interesting. Do, does your audience know about all that? Oh yeah, that oh, was absolutely. really Barbara yeah. Boxer. Yes, yeah, right. And 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 it was that's fascinating. why I did it because when she tells you to fucking do something, just you, do you it. You say yeah. Just, How high yes. do you want me to jump? Right. <laughs> I'll jump. Um, yeah, it was really interesting and just fascinating to hear the actual words, you know, read out loud. Right. From the Mueller report. Yeah. Well. I mean, particularly now when Ukraine is like the sequel, isn't it? You're in show business. It's like this, like the sequel to Mueller. Exactly. It's just like, oh, he did the same thing again. (laughs) I know this is uh, it's crazy. It's uh, it's it's it. We're living in a, a an insane time. And yeah, but my my mom kind of tries to keep it very uh, open. We you know, there are. I grew up, my father was Republican yeah. and my mom my was too. Democrat. Mm-hmm. And so oh. I grew up yeah. with both kind of in the home. And, and with I've got, warring factions. Yeah. And I've yeah. got siblings that are Republican and siblings that are Democrat and friends that are Republican oh. and friends that are Democrat. So I kind of know how to yeah. kind of live in that world of in between <laughs> yes yeah well no i was a, my dad ran for vice president so i obviously come from a republican family but there's been a fissure in my family too where my sisters and i are i guess but i wouldn't even call it liberal i would just say sane <laughs> yeah trump republicans and fox news and that's well i do yeah. think yeah i mean obviously i do think that when you're just hearing you know one side of everything yeah. it's 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 hard to not just follow that lane 
and yeah. and I have I know I a lot of people that just only listen to Fox News, right? And uh, and so that's what they think of as just real. The news. My mom had a, yeah. a bird yeah. a bird that used to masturbate <clears throat> to Fox News. I'm I, not. He's. I love something. I get it, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have do you have hate gasms? Do you watch and have hate gasms? I've, ha- I've had hate gasms. I've had grudge gasms. I've had lots of different kinds of gasms. Now, was your porn name Fucker Carlson? Is that? Do yes. I hear that? Correctly? Yes. Yes. You did your history. You did your research. It's right. It's right in your Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You're, can I just say? I, I mean, people. I'm sure know you from a lot of different things. Your character actor, because people go, oh, that that oh the guy from. But okay, I because I am a Lily Tom's a good friend of mine. Martin Sheen's a friend. Mm-hmm. He's they've all done the Happy Hour. That's from from watching you on uh, Grace and Frankie. Oh yeah. When I first saw you, I'm like, oh my god, it's the guy casting Man of La Mancha. It's the theater director. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that was such funny stuff with Martin Sheen. Yeah, it's yeah. really a joy to work on that. Yeah. You know, I love playing with all of them, and Sam and Martin are just beautiful, and the. Yeah. ladies too but I don't do get to work with them a lot but I knew Lily from before yeah and Jane you know incredible Jane is ju- is just warm just, isn't she and cuddly she she actually <laughs> you know I she, said to her I just saw her that, that oh no that wasn't this that was the other thing the Greek theater and I said Lily said we were sitting backstage Lily and Jane and I and I said so Lily says you're going to come on and both do the happy hour when for the final season and she goes we'll see I I was like, Jane, you are warm. You're super warm. Well, she is oddly. I mean, she is oddly very nice. I um, she is. I I I kind of was afraid of her because I grew up, you know, watching all of her movies, Mm -hmm. and you know, uh, I'm still, you know, I still fan out with people. Oh, I know. So every once in a while, not not often, but every once in a while, and so I just kind of left her alone for the first three seasons, and. She kind of chased me, you know, not chased me down, but, you know, she came up to me in the parking lot and was like, Tim, Tim, I don't think we've, you know, actually met. I'm Jane. And I was like, yes. And then I, you know, we talked a little bit and hugged. And then I went to my car and pulled out my keys and my, my hand was Your just hand like was shaking down. violently, <laughs> you know, and I thought, God, that just Ironically, freaked me out. you were Catherine Hepburn and Ungolden <laughs> yeah, right, Exactly. Ah, ah, ah. exactly. You got a great big chip on your shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> yeah no she sat right in that seat she did the regular show but i called her first of all she does that to everyone i met her at martin sheen's birthday party and she uh, what's his name famous sam waterston no not okay you're gonna need to give me a little more than what's his name and famous lawrence fishburne okay how did you get that from from, because she's told the story story. so and so she shakes his hand and she goes hi i'm jane vonda and i was like jane i think he knows (laughs) She's just adorable like that, I right? Know. She just didn't. Hi, yeah. I'm. I'm okay. I know, but what knows. are you going to say? Yeah, I mean, you can't say you must know I'm Jane Fonda. Yeah, I mean I, you can't. Say, I know. Well, anyway, but so I called her. You know who I am. Yeah. I was so I was shaking like your hand mm-hmm. when I called her because I'm like because she's like you won't forget to call me, will you? I was like, are you high? No, yeah. of course not. And so, but I was so nervous. I said I got a Jane Fonda's workout just like I was like, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I've never called a legend before. And she just goes, oh bullshit! What time do you need yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Immediately I'm, sure, put it ease. I'm sure she gets that a lot. And she also has that kind of demeanor that she's always had. That's kind of, you know, like yeah. it, she looks like there's a lot of walls up. Yeah. And so you just feel a little bit like, um, you know, you don't want to be too personal too soon. Yeah. Right. 
As Lily said to her at the uh, this thing at the Greek theater, she goes, "I'm just trying to make you more likable." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and also watching them together, you know, work um, on the set and everything, you just can see how much Jane uh, values and loves Lily. But like, she thinks she's really, you know, she's just yeah. she. I think that she loves being around funny people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. She, yeah, she she did the most beautiful when she was here, and we recorded it and played it for Lily. She did this beautiful monologue about female friendship and how much she loves Lily, and she sits next to her and he touches her skin mm-hmm. that's so soft and like just the power of sisterhood and female friendship. And so we played that for Lily, and she goes, "I have to tell you, Jane ch- creeps me out when she touches me." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And so I told Jane that, and Lily was like, "No, no, no, don't tell her, don't tell her I said that." <laughs> But they're, I but mean, they're, they're, they're adorable together. They're, they're awesome. And yeah. same thing with, you know, Sam and Martin. They're, yeah. They could not be sweeter men. They're just, yeah, Martin's the, I, I just mean, the best. They're just the best. He got here even earlier than you did. I drove himself from Malibu. I was like, am I late? And we're like, I don't, you're Martin Sheen and I'm working in my fucking basement. I think, <laughs> I think you're whatever time you got here. <laughs> but um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I told Lily that the uh, season where she had a stroke, I said it saying a lot for you, but I think it's your best work. And she goes, oh, that wasn't acting. I think I actually had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, she seriously, is so funny. Yeah, she, so and, funny. she and Martin, she and I mean, two of the, as you know, nicest people yeah. in, in show business. And iconic. I yes. mean, you know, that's yeah. the other part that, you know, is is always kind of fascinating to me. I just did um, last week another episode of Will and Grace. Okay, uh, I yeah. just finished it. And is that how you, because Deborah Messing was in this Mueller thing. Is that how, because. No, I. Oh, okay. Uh, no, no. Um, I really don't know who called me or why, you know, why my name <laughs> came up. But I, you know, when they called, I said yes right away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, just because. Um, and I didn't know really who was involved until I kind of got there that because night. Because we're in an existential orange shit show crisis of dystopian yeah. na- nightmare of nature and you need to do everything you can. And and, and I, I said, exactly, I said, whatever <laughs> role you want me to read. At one point, they, they were talking to me about reading, you know, well, different roles, right. like different right. roles. And then um, I think I ended up uh, Seth, I, I think I ended up doing Jeff Sessions. Okay, but um, but you know they they were talking about all different ones. So it was one of those things where when they sent the script, it was just I I read it and I just yeah couldn't believe that that was Mueller's. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. know. No, I know. Report. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Oh, anyway, but I love your. So you play a community theater director, and so Martin Sheen desperately wants to play. Uh, in you know the lead in Man of La Mancha. Yeah. So you, I don't know, you cheat on your boyfriend and then you're staying with your great Dane with Martin Sheen yes. and Sam's characters. Yes. And mooching off them. It was interesting. And then he's they're doing it because the, he you're going to give him the role. What right. was interesting about that is that they, in the writing, right? You know, my character has this monologue with with uh, Martin, where I talk about how every gay couple of a certain age has an open relationship and you know i say all this and martin was like is that true and i said no i said i don't think so but see i didn't know yet that my character was cheating on my husband like i didn't know any of that and i said no that's not true um i said i think there are a lot of people that they call it polyamorous Mm -hmm. yeah and there are a lot of people that do that but 
it's never been my experience, but, um, you know, whatever. And so when it actually came out that I was just basically cheating on my, on my husband, I was glad that it was not actually just like a thing that they assumed everybody that was right. in a gay relationship of a certain age did that. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but anyway, you cast him as Sancho and, uh, he, just him going, I'm Sancho. Sancho? Yeah. It's just, I don't know why. You have to see Martin Sheen. <laughs> that character is just hideous, but it is fun to be so mean to Martin Sheen. <laughs> no. And to just like treat him like he absolutely has no idea what he, you know, like, like he's not a good actor or anything. I love just, it's so much fun to just, you know, do that to him because you can see him personally like being offended, you know, and, and it's just fun to play that. It was, it was seriously brilliant. But I, I'm looking, I feel like you've been in every TV show ever. You're just, I mean, because people are like, oh, that guy, you've been on Seinfeld, Wings, mm-hmm. Dharma and Greg, According to Jim, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The X-Files, Suddenly Susan, ER, Ellen, Third Rock from the Sun, uh, The Nanny, Desperate Housewives. Am I, if I miss King of Queens. No, no, no. You Hope can and Gloria, stop. Strip you mold, can stop. Seventh, you got it. Monk. Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <You got> <laughs> Shit, my dad's. Okay. <laughs> Is there, why All don't right. you just list shows you have not been on? <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird because I get stopped and everybody, you know, knows me from something different. Right. right. So I get stopped a lot. And then a lot of times what I get is, oh, hi. And I say, hi. And they say, we know each other. And I say, I don't know that we do. And they say, yeah, we do. We do. What's your name? And I said, I'm Tim Bagley. And then they'll say, I'm Sheila. And <laughs> I know I know who you are. And then it's like, okay, I don't know that we've met. And then it's usually like, yeah, you know Tommy and Bobby? And it's like, no. And they start listing, you know, <laughs> do you know Irving and Bill? No. And they list all their gay friends. And I'm like, I don't know. All these people you're saying and you're starting to offend me. <laughs> no, I never say that. But in my mind, I clock it like, okay, okay. you don't know me. Right. We're not friends. I was the gay right. guy in Will and Grace. Yeah, I'm the exactly. gay guy in Grace and Yeah, Peggy. right, right, right. <laughs> and in real life, yes, I'm the gay yeah. guy. What's your point? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just pick up my fish and leave pavilions. <laughs> leave me alone. Which is already inherently gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No carbs in that basket. Not at all. <laughs> um, don't you go to his gym? Or, I don't know. Or Travis's gym. Somebody's Travis's gym. Travis's yeah. gym. Travis's gym. Yeah. Yes. Someone else's gay yes. gym. Okay. Yeah. My yes. point is, gay, gay, gay. <laughs> Hold that thought. Quick survey. When's the last time you tried to whiten your teeth? No. Let me tell you what happened with me. Uh-oh. <laughs> You know what that's the sound of? Sensitive gums. Oh, really? Have you tried those things? The, the, uh, the trays? Well, I've tried the <laughs> trays and it just makes me drool. Yes. It's the most disgusting yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, Beethoven. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, tra- the, ugh, the strips, I've never liked any no, of it. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. And uh, listen, if when Rudy goes to prison, we'll send him some for his janky grill. <laughs> Is there something I could use besides the tray, Stephanie? Well, that's funny that you should you should ask. Power swabs. Whoa! Hey. Uh, right? Uh, I'm going to have sparkling pearly whites this year because I am holding a fresh box of power swabs. You've never really whitened until you've whitened with power swabs. They're clinically proven to whiten an average of two shades in the first five minutes. Holy cow. It's uh, right. Yes. Yeah. I well, I will just reveal that like my everything about me, my teeth are fake on top. <laughs> yes. They're caps, but you can use them on any dental thing yep. because those still fade over time. Exactly. And then my janky lower girl doesn't match. 
So power swabs. Well, I'm if all you drink a lot it. of coffee like we do in the I morning, that you. dulls your teeth and power yeah. swabs helps with that. Yeah, it's totally safe and effective on all dental work. Power swabs backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Try power swabs. You won't believe how much whiter your teeth will be in five minutes. <gasps> and I got you a great deal. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Go to buypowerswabs.com. Use my code SEXY for 40% off and an additional $10 off plus a free quick stick. Yes. A take quick on, stick. Take that on the road with you. Mm. That's right. 40% off plus $10 off plus a free quick stick. Or you can call them 1-800-668-1749. Use my code SEXY. That's buypowerswabs.com. The code is SEXY. Buypowerswabs.com. Do it today. The code is SEXY. Um, also films. You've been in Austin Powers, uh, right? Mask, Knocked Up. Like, yes. You wow. really are literally the guy. Like, you're like, oh, the guy from. That guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, Yeah. Uh, there's not been one job that defines me like a lot of actors have right, kind right. of a you know they're known for like you brought up Deborah Messing mm-hmm. people kind of know her for right. for grace and but yeah I kind of have I was horrified when I met her backstage because I'm like oh my god I'm a huge fan like you know of her activism right. and her acting and she's like I was on your show I was like <laughs> you'll have to be more specific which one yeah which one and she said your late night TV show in oh. 95 and I was like oh that was before you were Deborah Messing she's like yes Oh, that was probably for Ned and Stacy. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, That must be hard, you know, for you. Like you meet lots of people very quickly and then you don't see them for years. And I've had a lot of canceled shows. So I'm like, you're going to have to be more specific (laughs) as to which. Right. (laughs) Firing. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) You. Okay. First of all, I love that you moved to Southern California to perform with a singing group. Mm -hmm. So you didn't just play a musical theater director. You are a. Well, they were called the Young Americans. Yeah, when I was when I was young, that's kind of what brought me out here. Yeah, and uh, and then I went to back then the universities were free, so I went to Cal State Fullerton, right, and studied psychology, but took an acting class and really liked it, and and then Groundlings and boom. Yeah, and then I kind of yeah I I was doing theater and stuff around town, and then eventually yeah. got into the Groundlings, and once I got into the Groundlings, I yeah. think my first job was The Mask with Jim Carrey. Yeah. What did you play in that? Uh, I was a mechanic, and we gave him a, a loaner, a car, and then he went out and he was going to jump off a cliff, and that's when he saw the, or no, off a bridge. Yes. And then he saw the mask in the water. Okay. And he jumped in and put the mask on, and then got, came back and got even with us. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, when you were reading off his, his credits, you said mask, and I thought you meant the uh, share oh. movie. But with, you meant with the Eric, mask. With Eric Stoltz, who I went to USC theater right. with. But you meant the mask. Yeah. Oh, were you? Did you go to USC theater? Yes, and I ended up here. That's awesome. <laughs> and you and you've do, done stand up for years. Uh, I d- dabbled. But sure. I remember you early on from stand up. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah, yeah, I did uh, sort of. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you are in the best of the improv volume nine. Well, isn't everyone? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> With, With Margaret Cho. And my original nose. Yes. All right, my point. And your original <laughs> hair, too. What? Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, um, yeah. Okay, can I just say you have my favorite string of odd jobs, though? After college, a butler at Playboy Mansion, yeah. a Mitzi Gaynor dancer, a page yeah. at Paramount Studios, a reader at a court reporting college. A phone service operator for two pimps named T99 and Blueberry Muffin. Mm-hmm. Blueberry Did you make Muffin. all this shit up? Or- no, no. No, the thing about the <laughs> about T99 and Blueberry Muffin was, I remember um, I was I got this job and it was like under the table. I got like $12 cash yeah, in right. like an hour. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this is fantastic. You know, I'm getting cash and I don't have to report it. And... Um, 
And it wasn't till around <laughs> two weeks that I realized, oh, T99 and blueberry muffin are pimps. Like these are all, <laughs> I see what I'm doing here. I'm coordinating jobs and all these names. And this is kind of before now in the hip hop world and all that, we're used to hearing names like blueberry muffin. I was just going to say, how's, how does that go on an IRS form but, anyway? Employer, last name, muffin, first name, blueberry. Well, yeah, it my was, employer. It was, and, and, and how it came about was, um, I remember T99 called on my first day and he was like, yeah, I'm looking for blueberry muffin. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he goes, I'm looking for blue bar. Blue bar. Blue bar. And, and I was like, uh, I'm sorry. It's, forgive me, but it sounds like you're saying blueberry muffin. And he was like, yeah. yeah. And I said, oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I, I don't know who that is, but I'll put a message, you know, and make a note. And then he said, um, I said, when I said, you know, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. I just didn't. I, I've never heard anybody named Blueberry Muffin. And he goes, what's the matter with you? You got corn in your ear? And you I thought, corn in your corn ear? Corn in my ear. And I just remember thinking, every once in a while in my life, if I can't hear something, I think, well, I've got corn in my ear. <laughs> You're like, perhaps if I work for someone named Corn Muffin, I would yeah, have corn in right, my ear. Yeah. But it was a different time. It was before weird names. Right. I mean, it was... Yeah. You know, um, uh, this is 1909. <laughs> I mean, here where we are now, this was nothing but orange groves. <laughs> like most so of wait, what, what does a butler do at the Playboy Mansion? Uh, is it does it involve like jizz cleanup? Because that, that no, no, no. Well, oh, no. But what? there was one moment oh. where I had to go out uh, and clean up, clean the grotto, a mess. No, it was a, in a the, what's called the blue room, and. Um, I just, yeah, it was it was a mess, and I remember coming back, and, um, using you know like washing my hands and forearms in the sink over and over, and then, I I remember seeing Listerine kills germs, and I just put Listerine on my arms and hands, and I remember just feeling really dirty. There were times like that that. What know, did what that, did you do? What were your duties as a butler? Well, I mean. Lots of things. My very first thing that I did was I went uh, on the first day. They kind of took me around and showed me everything. And they and then they gave me a job and they said, take this tray up to bedroom four. And I took this tray with two enemas and two juices up to bedroom four, knocked on the door. The door opens. I don't want to say who it is, but let's just say he may or may not have been hobbled in misery. And, oh! Um, <laughs> Well, yes, then. yes, we can. Yeah. And and uh, and there were you know a couple young girls in the bed, and I went back down to the um, pantry, and I said to the head butler, "Oh my God, that was you know blah blah blah." Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, he likes his girls clean." <laughs> well, so anyway. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, wow. so, wow. so my my year there wow. was wow. Uh, wow. kind of uh, yeah. oh, very eye opening and yeah. and oh, uh, sunny. And I just remember thinking, huh? As long as I live, I will never understand straight people. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just weird. Uh, um, okay, I have to hear about a day after tomorrow. 
the movie, you delivered a monologue as a TV news reporter with yes. a helicopter hovering 10 feet above your head, only to find out years later, director Roland Emmerich describes yeah, yeah. it as one of the most dangerous and terrifying shots well, he ever took as a director. So you were almost Vic Morald. Well, well, oh, well so weird here, about it And you is, played a reporter that was killed by flying debris. Oh, Stephanie, too soon. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, uh, Sorry. it was, um, it was a situation where it was just a monologue and the director, Roland, said to me, we've got two takes at this so you've got to hit it and so in my mind i was just thinking okay i have to say, you know get my lines right, right. i've got to do everything right don't fuck hit, it up hit my yeah i can't fuck up so um so i do it and once the helicopter was there it was really windy and it was hard to just even stand up so i was determined to get my lines out and i didn't really even think about how close it was or anything like that but all that wind that you see in that shot is, you know, a helicopter right. over my head. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and so we, we shot it twice. And then um, I just, at the very end of the monologue, he said, okay, just walk out and we're going to put in a billboard of, uh, what, what was her, what's her name? Uh, Angeline. Yeah. I got yeah. killed by an Angeline billboard. But anyway, um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, and so I did it and, it wasn't, and I just didn't even think about it. I just thought, oh, good, I, I didn't. Oh, good, I, I didn't lose my head. I, got I, I didn't even think about what? that. And then years later, I was watching him interviewed on something, and they, they, they said, you know, you've done so many special effects and so many things. Right. What's the most dangerous shot <laughs> you've done? You know, the the <laughs> thing that, and he was describing this shot, and he said, and I had an actor there with this, you know, uh, helicopter seven feet over his head, and I, I thought. <laughs> That's me. Oh. I was like in my living room thinking, he's talking about me. I was in danger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was no. in danger and I didn't even know it. And that's why what's so funny about being an actor, it's like I've got a task. I'm doing my task. Whatever is going on around me, yeah. right. that's, their, that's up to them. That's their business. I'm just like, it never occurred to me that I was in danger. Wow. But or I kind of feel like life is like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So when you, then they said... You're the TV reporter that gets killed by flying debris. And by the way, you may actually be killed by flying debris. Did they debris? Did they say that? No. No, they yeah. never. No. They never said that. I mean, it was it was more just. I, I didn't even know how powerful that would be. The wind yeah. effect. Yeah. You know, but I remember thinking, "Oh my God, I'm gonna fall over!" Like I was right. Right. really losing but, 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 my like, balance. Still better than working for a blueberry muffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah. it's amazing that they would even put you in that situation, especially after you know yeah. Vic Morrow and yeah. that. Well, that famous... was before Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow was in like 1981. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was when they were sh uh, filming Twilight Zone the movie. Well, I don't know when this was, but it seems to me that this was before. Um, I really don't know. At some point, <laughs> it all just becomes yeah. a blur. But I think that we shot a day after tomorrow before. Vic okay. Morrow. But okay. I could be wrong. Hmm. I just remember, um, maybe not though. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Hmm. Maybe it was and they were like, that guy was fine. So I'm sure this will be. <laughs> I don't know. Get it closer. Oh, oh Steph. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been the test case. Look, it's fine. I, I don't know. I just know that it's the weirdest thing sitting in your living room and seeing something. I, I, was, I had another experience like that where uh, it was on Meet the Press and uh, Joe Biden was on and he started talking about how Will and Grace really changed, you know, yeah. the way that a lot of people think. And he talked about, 
you know, um, the the guys that that got married on Will and Grace. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was me. That's me. Aww. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then that night on the news, they showed like the clip of us getting married. And, and back then, they couldn't do that with, yeah. you know, the, the four lead characters. So mm-hmm. we were kind of brought yeah. on. To do to have a baby and to yeah. do to show the normalcy of what but gay life is dovetailing seamlessly back into politics isn't it amazing though from that moment that how far back we've gone Trump administration actively trying to take rights away from I know gay people. just right recently uh, that uh, gay people can't adopt I mean I feel like we're like at warp speed going backwards. Um, yeah, but I and ironically just... we've got Biden and Mayor Pete in in the in the field so once again like we're, we're you know well and all of them in there are you know all of the people running are are think differently than the you know yeah. republican mm-hmm. people but i i do think though that that this is a thing where clearly the the country feels different i think i think that more people um uh, understand how we feel. Yeah, I, I I think I just assume that, but maybe I'm living in a bubble. In I mean, I, I'm in yeah. in in Los Angeles, so I know that. Um, but I know that the people that I talk to when I go back to Wisconsin and visit my mom, everybody's everybody's cool. Everybody's uh, yeah. warm to me, and I I, I only I, I just feel like this will all pass. Yeah. at some point, yeah. it's just a phase. You, yeah, and, I hope and, so. And right. I just I just hope that. It'll be fascinating to watch Republicans try to say, no, I never voted for that, and I didn't right. feel this way, and I well, spoke out against it and all that, but we're not but hearing you, anybody speak I, out against right, it. Right, so. I think, and they say, you know, Tim, that historically there's always a reaction. I mean, clearly Trump was a backlash to Obama. but I mean, that swings right, back and forth. But that's yeah. what, I mean, a lot of people saying, like, Elizabeth Warren would really be the backlash to Donald Trump, you know what I mean, in terms of... Yeah. But I, I, I where, so where are you? Do you have a favorite in the primary, or what do you think? I'm still absolutely open. Yeah. I'm, I'm open. Yeah. Um, I just want desperately <clears throat> for this to end. administration to end. <laughs> I want it to be over. I want to. Uh, I, I don't want to live in this America that he's created. Yeah. It's so volatile, and there's so many, chaos. there's so much hate and chaos and meanness, and it's just uh, a horrible situation chris said there's a great tweet from someone in canada that yeah. just said it's like america's car alarm has been going off for three years <laughs> shut yeah. the fuck up yeah. Shut yeah. up yeah. turn it off and and the div- the division yeah is what is really awful because it, it's just it's i don't know how we're gonna come back to yeah. each other but yeah. we have to figure it out and i don't know who the answer is i'm absolutely open if it means that we have to find somebody moderate, let's find that moderate person. If it means we have to make a big change yeah. to the left, let's do that. Whatever. Well, it might, that's what I'm saying is the pendulum thing might be the opportunity to yeah. do that and to get Medicare for all and to do yeah. some bigger, bolder so, things. But so we'll see. Like, we'll see. Yeah. All I know is that whoever the the um, Democratic Party backs, I'm going yep, to me too. be with that person. And there's nobody on there that I think is... And by the Horrible. way, you got to give Mayor Pete credit that whatever happens, you go, the fact that an openly gay man is 
way ahead, at least right now in, yeah, in, Iowa. in Iowa. It's pretty astounding. Well, I mean, your question will be, as a gay man, do you vote for the gay man or the guy that mentioned you personally? Because your own ego as an actor <laughs> no, no, no. will not no, let no, no, you. No, 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 no. I will vote for who is ever going to beat Donald yeah. Trump. And yeah. and the thing is, is I love Mayor Pete. I also like Joe Biden. I also like I Elizabeth like, Warren. I, yeah. I like Bernie Sanders. I like them all. I feel like the norms have been so fucking blown up at this point that yeah. I, who who can predict what? And I think so many people are afraid and voting out of not even what they want, what they think other people are going to do. And, and right. we, were, we were saying there was a poll that shows there a higher percentage of Democrats will vote for a woman than a gay man. And yet right now, Mayor Pete's ahead in Iowa. I mean, it's it's hard to know. I think people are all, I, I think there's fear within, a lot of people think, oh, after Obama, there's no way Kamala Harris, we can't, it can't be a black person again. Can't be, you know, some people are like, can't be a woman. I don't think like, What that, happened to Hillary? I, I don't know. I do know this. I know that for me, it's just, we've got to figure out how to beat him and how to unite. And, and so I don't want there to be that kind of division that there was with Hillary and Bernie, yes. yeah. where yeah. where it's like, well, I'm not going to vote for her. And then and people that said, well, so I didn't vote at all this time and proudly yeah. announcing that. And it's like, no, you can't do that. I see some seeds of that. Yeah. I know. Starting. And, Whenever I oh, see it, I, it I, I just me. tell them you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. And but it's it's really uh, it'll be interesting to see. I know that um, I know that, we, you know, I, I just this can't continue yeah. it's just been yeah horrible it, it, you know? every day has felt like we cannot withstand this another day and yeah. then we do and then the bar is lowered and then he pardons war criminals <laughs> and he does god knows what the fuck i mean it's like and, literally and it, you go oh how many was it only three weeks ago that he was going to buy greenland and new hurricanes like <laughs> you just start. I, and i had a i had a an uber driver a woman who uh the a couple of weeks ago and i try not to get into like heated debates because in an uber yes, car because their life your life is in their hands i want my i want my points i don't want my points <laughs> right. to be you know <laughs> fucked with i, I don't yeah. want to you, you know suddenly your, your good rating people oh thinking, you love trump oh me too yeah. i need yeah. to yeah. yes but but she was saying um she was talking about how you know the dems don't give donald trump a chance and i was uh. just like quiet and everything and then she said you know and they they all say that he's lying and he's not he's has <laughs> told one lie and i just said well he actually has told lies and i don't oh. usually like to bite back but she was like name one lie and i and i just said well we can just start with stormy daniels <laughs> 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 and she said well that's personal and it's like but it is a lie <laughs> you know i mean let's just start there i mean and i just kind of you know kind of tried to yeah well, you know. started with the crowd sides of the inauguration i yeah. mean you know, oh, yeah. it well, could, are you well, no, 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 the campaign. No, everything no, it yeah. started with the dissension on that uh, thing, and oh, yeah. saying that you know uh, Mexicans were murderers yeah. and rapists. And rapists. Yes, I mean that's. Let's just. Uh, yeah. I mean, it started yeah. actually no, the fact, the with Barack checker, Obama being, uh, you know, the um, yeah, Kenyan. Yeah. yeah. The fact and what checkers, is that called again? Right, but, what is that called? Birtherism. Yeah, birther. the birtherism. Because there are people in my mom's hometown. The lady that does her hair. Still believes <laughs> that he was not born. There are people mm -hmm. that still believe oh, that. Yeah, because that's we we now have a president and a party that are a bunch of crazy fucking conspiracy theorists. I mean that that's what this has become, and yeah. so it's and they hear it, you know, over yeah. and over on Fox, which has yeah. become almost like a propaganda yeah. oh, my mom, for the for the the White House. Yeah. Last time I was home, my mom's like, "Now, uh, Stevie, I understand everyone is moving out of California." I was like, "No, no mom, no." 
Uh, because I don't know who knows what Fox thing. Why? Yeah. I, I can't remember why. Because yeah. something, something, something. Well, yeah, but socialism. also in fairness, like my brother, I've got a brother who's conservative <laughs> and he was saying, I heard that there's like on every street in LA, there's homeless people. And I said, no, no. And he goes, but is there a homeless problem out in LA? And I went, no. no, I just said, even though there is, there yeah. is. I was like, but I'm, like, not, I'm not yeah. giving it to him. I'm right. not going to give it to him. So I was like, no, there's no homeless problem. There are some homeless people out there, I suppose, downtown. And I just really underplayed it because the truth is I don't want to give him any power. Yes. Right. I just want him to know and understand that the stuff that he's give, being given is insane. Yeah. So I sat there like a crazy person going, no, there's no homeless. <laughs> I mean, as you're on your cell phone tripping over a homeless person. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now, are are you, uh, in fact, uh, or just in, as an actor, a married gay guy? Are you? What's your? Uh, in fact, I'm not married. No. Okay. In relationship? Uh, no, I just broke up with somebody. Oh, recently. sorry. I thought that was that's all right. Thank bad you. Bad question Thank to you. ask. No, wow, that's that fine. Was poorly timed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but uh, I've never been married, yeah. and I don't have any kids. Yeah. Those are all just make-believe roles that was will, that, that was Will and Grace, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that was, you know, yeah, that's the way it works, Stephanie. It's called make-believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick that up from USC. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't get that. Okay. Um, you could have picked that up from Forrest Whitaker, who was your classmate. <laughs> wow. Hmm? Was it Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, yes, and Eric Stoltz. Were we talking about Eric Stoltz? Yes, we were. And Ali Sheedy. Everyone it was more wow, successful awesome. than me. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony Edwards. Okay. Went to USC Theater, well, USC Theater with all of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> You're oh. doing great. What are you talking <laughs> oh, about? Thank You're you. doing oh, great. Oh, Tim. Oh, heavens. Come on. Did they call Ali Sheedy for the Mueller uh, reading? No. No. They called you. Yes. So there you go. Right. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh tim what's what else what, what's next what are you working on uh i i uh have a season of grace and frankie that we shot already that's that's there and then we're going to start doing some more soon and then oh, i'm cool. i'm working on will and grace right now and then uh um i did uh a show that i'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out michael patrick king did something called aj and the queen with rupaul yeah oh wow of sex in the city michael patrick yeah yeah Yeah. and um and so i did that and that was that i think it comes out in january on netflix yeah and so you know i'm I'm, i keep busy i'm working on something uh called the great north which is an animated thing a show for fox oh cool and are you going to be uh Polit- I mean, you just did the Mueller thing because they asked, are you going to be politically active? Are you? I mean, would you be a surrogate? Would you be on the campaign trail? Oh, or? that's interesting. I've never, I've always just kind of, you know, had my opinions right. and lived my life, you know, um, quietly, but, you know, right. fiercely mm-hmm. and and in, in everything. Like, I've never had to come out as gay or yeah. anything. I've yeah. just always been out. I've always been kind of who I am and politically who I am, but I've never been like the guy um, in the parade. I've never been the p- political person that's out, out there in the front lines, but I do what I can. I always feel like, how can you not be political now though? When people go, oh, I don't pay attention. Or, I'm not political. It's like, well, we're am, in a fucking crisis. I know. I mean, <laughs> I am and I talk about it and I'm, and I am political and I always have been, but it's just, I, 
nobody really, if they came to me and asked me, like when they called me, yeah. somebody called me and asked me to do the Mueller report, I, I said, yeah, I, I'll definitely do it. Yeah. I said yes right away. And yeah. and my feeling was, um, and I helped, you know, tried to li- get, you know, line people up and did what I can. But my, my uh, it's not something that I don't actively pursue it. Like I know Deborah is on Twitter and she really yeah, actively Alyssa Milano pursues and, yeah. and Jane Fonda yeah. is out there. She's getting, I mean, arrested. She's getting yeah. arrested over and yeah. over. And she, she, she seeks that. And I admire that greatly. I admire it, but yeah. I've never been that person. Well, let me tell you something, Tim Bagley, if the 80, she can get her 81 year old bony little ass arrested. I want you, if it's I Mayor know. Pete, if he's a candidate, I need you in a rainbow colored thong on that wall for America. I need you on that wall. Well, on the campaign. I'll be on the wall. I'll be on the campaign thing. I don't know if I can wear a thong. But I can certainly wear Travis a rainbow. Travis goes to your gym, and you can, from what I'm told. <laughs> I don't know, Stephanie. There are things, there are egregious things that are happening in this world, and I don't want to be one of them. <laughs> Tim Bagley, uh, thank you so much. Happy fucking happy hour, everybody. This was fantastic. Thank you. Follow, watch everything he's in. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, I am Tim Bagley. Okay. And uh, Instagram. Do oh, it. sweet. Do All it. right. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Happy happy hour. Hey, this is Frangela, and we host The Final Word with Frangela and Idiot of the Week podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, you'll love our show, where every week we talk about real news, real funny. So come on over and listen to The Final Word with Frangela and find it at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere else you get your podcasts.